0: We're going to talk about relationships. Relationships. And I want to give this disclaimer. Um, no, this is not about my personal relationship as it pertains to uh, a certain person. or um, But this is something that I've, the Lord has been pressing on my heart. Um, talking about relationships and the natural relationships spiritually in our relationship with God. Uh, as I've been studying um, about ministry and, and different strategies of growth in ministry and strategic things to do, uh, and one of the main things I found out is that relationship is a key component of building a ministry or growing a ministry or a ministry that is on the move that's ready for growth. So we're going to look at the beginning of the Bible in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 28. Uh, verse, and We're going to look at it in a different standpoint uh, from what we used to hear it, used to preach that. So we're going to go to Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 28. I'll be reading from the Amplified Version. And uh, <clears throat> we have a little piece of the reading of the Word. Genesis chapter 1, about a few pages into the Bible. And we're going to look at verse 26 through 28. 26 through 28. Hallelujah. And reads these words from Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 to 28. It says, Then God said, Let us Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, make man in our image according to our likeness, not physical, but a spiritual personality and moral likeness. And let them have complete authority over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, the cow, and over the entire earth, and over everything that creeps across the earth. 27. So God created man in his own image, and in the image and likeness of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And God blessed you. Grant them certain authority and said to them, be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth, and subject it, putting it under your power. Mm, That's good. And rule over, dominate the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and everything that moves upon the earth. You may have your seats. May God have a blessing to the readers and people of his holy word. This morning, we're talking about relationships, relationships. As I uh, begin to ponder from the beginning of time, God wanted to have a relationship with us. Yes. In the beginning, he began to create everything. And then close to about the fifth day, I believe, he's looking and he decides to make man in his image, according to his likeness. Because animals, they can't speak. They can't communicate with God. You see a dog coming, oh, 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 oh. Don't know what it's saying. Would you know what the dog is saying? That's your dog whisper. But in the beginning, God wanted a relationship with us. That's why we find that He said, Let us make men in my image. Because He wanted something to reflect Him, my God. So let me come in because I was getting into myself. So he was wanting a relationship with us, but there are some things that must take place in order for us to enjoy a true and real relationship with God. Okay. So let us walk together and walk the word today. I was trying to be short and brief and talk about four different points I want to make about relationships pertaining. To Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 through 28. For those who are taking notes, point 1 we're going to talk about is working together. As we find in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, it says that then God said, let us, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, make man in our image. And see, that's the thing that we don't want to do. We don't want to work together. But God has set an example before us to let us know that when you are in a relationship, whether it be uh, a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship, a business relationship, or co-worker relationship, we got to work together. Somebody say work together. So as I began to look at the Bible and I was reading and I went over to Amos chapter 3 and I like the way the message Bible says and in Amos chapter 3 and 3 it says, do two people walk? hand in hand, if they are uh, going to the same place, we're all in here trying to make it to heaven, and we're all trying to come to the same place, but if we can't work together, how do y'all get there? <laughs> right? So I say work together. So Ecclesiastes 4 and 9 says two are better than one because they have more satisfying return of their labor. So if I'm doing, the Bible says one put one thousand, two two put 10,000, and all this, so if we work together, imagine how great of a harvest that we'll see if we just work together. Somebody say work together. So God is telling his son and the the Holy Spirit, him three in one, saying we're going to work together. We're going to form man our image according to our likeness, but we gotta first we gotta make sure we're agreeing we're walking together in agreement and we have to make sure we're walking together in agreement. The second thing is we got to know that we need help. Sometimes we go about life and we're like, I don't need help. I do this by myself. But no! The Bible says Ecclesiastes 4 and 9 that you will have more if you work together with others. If you or somebody else begin to work together, you will get more accomplished instead of one because you'll get stressed out. Your mind begins to go here and there. Then you begin to forget things. But well, if you got that one over there that's you out, that's don't forget this. Oh, thank you so much, my brother. So let's work together. And then I went up to Proverbs 27, 17. And iron sharpens iron. So if you're working by yourself, iron gets dull after a while. But well, if you got somebody over here that's sharp, I'm like, come hey, on, let me come here. Yeah, I'm a come on, We got to work together. Somebody say work together. work together. So one man sharpens and influences it And in another, through discussion, so someone will come along and they'll sharpen you. By influence, they'll show you that be someone that you look up to, and then another one say, Listen, let's talk, you know, calm down, what's going on in your life, you know, that keeps some godly counsel." So that's what I shopping iron is in. Yes. Then I went over to the- First Peter 4 and 10, it says, Just as each one of you have received a special gift of spiritual talent an ability graciously given by God, employ it and serving one another as is appropriate for good stewards of God's multifaceted grace, faithfully using the diverse, varied gifts and abilities granted to Christians by God's unmerited favor. So just as we have received that special gift, we are going to give that same special gift as God has given to us. So then we come to the scripture that we as a ministry stand upon uh, in Ephesians chapter 4 and 11 and 32 and it says, and his gifts to the church were varied and He himself appointed some as apostles who are special messengers, representative of the kingdom, or some as prophets who speak a new message from God to the people, or some as evangelists who spread the good news of salvation, or some as pastors and teachers to Shepherd and guided and instruct, and if the leaders, if the five fold ministry, if we're not working together, we can't edify and empower the body of Christ for the work of the ministry. Let's work together. Somebody say, Work together. I'm trying, I do want to teach this thing here because when I read it, I said, Wait a minute. That's what we are all about. We're the pastors, prophets, pastors, teachers, and we've got to work together so we can bring in the heart, so we can bring in the people. To give the good news to equip them and empower them to do the work of this ministry. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Lord Jesus. So we go on down in Ephesians 4 and 32. Talks about treating each other and working together and doing what God has called us to do. And so the second point I want to make after we are working together is that we have to know that we have to have self-love and self-worth. Yes. As we find in verse 27, y'all, you know, I'm having some difficulty, so I'm taking my time here. As we find in verse 27, we read that, so God created man in his own image, in the image and likeness of God. He created him, male and female. He created him. God must have loved himself so much and he's going to make a replica of himself. Oh, mercy. All of you in here today are replicas of God. Yeah. My God yeah. yeah. said, you know what? I love me so much. Let me create a minister, Kimberly. Let me create her in my image and go into my likeness. Everything that's in her, I just love about her. Because she's just a me and a mirror. Yeah. Let me go over and, and, and make Taliyah and, and, and give her these attributes and these things about her that just look just like me, that I'm just like, oh, mm. Taliyah is my daughter. And a boom, I'm real. Please give that apple on my eyes. There's nothing I'm going to say. The side. the spider, God said, hmm, let me think. Let me create you in my image, Because I love me and I love you, so we just love each other. Yes, yeah. Yeah. self love, self worth knowing that if God would take time out of this day to yes. say hey, let me create you, with joy and excitement today, i say, I know I'm loved, if I'm not loved by men I'm not loved by women, I know that there's somebody who is seeing and looking at them and says I created them and I love them so much despite of what you're doing despite of what your people might like say about you know that there's somebody that says I love you enough to create you in my image to look just like me to act just like me, to speak just like me, to dress just like me, to have money just like me, to have everything that you need. Because I am Jehovah Jireh, I'm your provider, so you ain't got to worry about it if you don't have a relationship with your father. Because he needs your devil and God. They provide everything that you need, but you got to know it without a shadow of a doubt, that I'm worth something that I am love by the best. On, and man. you can't get it from man over Oh, glory to God. Because I found out that people would walk out of your of people would do things, but he said, I'm going to stay right here. All right. Oh, glory to God. No matter what you're going through, I'm going to stay right here because I love you so much. Sir. And I remember that when in the New Testament when it talked about the prodigal, he went away. but am father I see you afar, and I love you so much. Come on, son, come back to me. Yes. He loved yes. you so much. And he said, you know what? I'm going to put a ring on your finger, put a robe on you, put some shoes on you, and we're going to yes. have a celebration. We're gonna celebrate, and that's what he wants to do is to. When he builds that relationship with you, when you decide to say, "Well, I want that relationship," there's a celebration going on yeah. in heaven because he says, "My image, my creation, look at little me coming back to me." Oh wow! Yes, right? yes. <laughs> yes. Hallelujah. Come on, so, self worth we find. Matthew 22 and 39, Mark 12 and 31, and James 2 and 8, they all say the same thing. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. And first, we got to love ourselves before we can love anybody else. Because if we don't first love ourselves, then we are trying to go figure out love and end up messing ourselves up. But when we first love ourselves and know who we are in Christ. Because you are a new creation. All things are passed away. Behold, he's going to make all things new. You got to know yourself, work Yes, yes. But we know that from Romans 5 and 8, he says that, but God clearly shows and proves his own love for us by the fact that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Yes oh God isn't that so much love and so much work to know that he was to send his son to a virgin that although I messed up although I, I criticized his name although I talked about those in the church and gossip and lied on people and did all this other stuff that he said you know I sent my son and he died for you while you were still a sinner yeah. uh, not when you were saved not when you got the Holy Ghost but while you were still a sinner in your midst yes, Christ died for us yeah. I'm so excited that he wants to have a relationship with me because he died for me. But I want to encourage you in this walk as you're defining or trying to figure out your self-worth or self-love. Because when I went over, the first Peter 2 and 9 says, but you are a chosen race. A royal your priesthood, a, a consecrated nation, a special people for God's own possession, so that you may proclaim the excellence of wonderful deeds and virtues and perfections of people who come out of darkness into his marvelous light. You ought to tell yourself and say, But I'm chosen, but I'm chosen. I'm a royal your priesthood. I'm a king's keeper. King.
1: I'm a consecrated I'm a
0: chosen nation unto God. Hallelujah. Aren't you excited? Anybody excited that you are a chosen priesthood? That you are a woman in royalty? That you are a prince and princess of the king? Yeah, Hallelujah. You Young people are you getting to work today? Yeah. All right. All right. We're gonna test you on this to plate. today. Hallelujah. Glory to God. To but after we have worked together. Yes. And after we figure out our self-worth and self-love, we find in verse twenty eight, part eight of the scripture, it says, and God blessed them, granted them certain authority, and said to them point number three speak blessings in life. Yes. yes, yes. In relationships, we have to speak. Life and blessings so that it may grow and flourish and be all that God wants it to be. But so many times we criticize the other person, we criticize people, and we can't work together, and then we get doubtful and then ourselves work because we feel like people are talking about us behind our back, we feel like people don't want to work with us, we feel like we just all hope is gone. But if we remember to speak blessings and and speak life, because the Bible says in Proverbs 8. 18 and 21, of there's death and life in the power of your tongue. How many is there anybody that's gonna say I'm choosing to speak life I on today? Life. Is this helping somebody today? Are you being taught the word today to choose to speak life? And, and the Bible says, "And those who love it and indulge in it will eat its fruit and bear the consequences of their words." So if you speak in life, you're gonna see some fruit, baby. You're gonna see some, some love and lightness. But you sleep there all. Over. All right. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know.
1: And don't you just get tired of being
0: around people just negative all the time? Uh, I'm tired. We well, you know you're tired, but what did you do to get tired? All you do is sit on the couch and watch Netflix. Uh, I'm tired. I been working up, working them eyes, watching them. I'm tired. There's nothing to do. I'm bored. Read tonight Bible, read the word yeah. and speak life over every situation, whatever problem situation that you may be going through. Speak life. Yeah. Every time I have conversations with people and they're always negative mind, I get sick physically, and I'm like, you know, it's not you. It's just I just ain't got time. Sit here and listen to you wind down. I'm tired. Oh. My mom giving them a nerd. Dad me <laughs> I just feel like giving up every day. You just feel like giving up. There's gotta be some deliverance in you if you feel like giving up every day. But we see life and sleep blessings. Things yeah. in your life will begin to change because you will indulge and you will get the fruit of your Proclamations and declarations. Yes. And number four, as we get ready to come to a close, I told you I'm going be up here long. Produce, expand, and rule. The Bible says in 28, in chapter, in Genesis chapter 1, 28, be part of the scripture. It says, be fruitful, multiply and fill the earth and subject it, putting it under your power and rule over, dominate the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and every living thing that moves upon the earth. Repeat after me. Produce, Produce. expand, Expand. and rule. rule. As part of a relationship, it has to produce something. If you're in a relationship and you're not producing anything, you're just in a ship. (laughs) I hope somebody caught me. You're just in a ship floating with no cargo. No. No. If you're in a relationship that's not expanding, you just have a relations. What? And I want to define what a relationship is it's two people and groups who have a feeling or behavior towards each other. So we just, you know, <laughs> but we're not expanding. And to rule. If your relationship is not ruling over nothing, you ain't got nothing at all. No relation, no ship, nothing. No relation, nothing. It's just there. Your associates, acquaintances. But as I begin to close out this message, I want to encourage you that in relationships, we got to one, do what everybody? Work together. Yes. If we're not working together, we can't see the fruit of our labor because of and biting and we can't see the promised land. Ooh, what would have happened to the children of Egypt, of Israel, if they constantly didn't work together? Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have made it. Right. What would have happened if those who are here today couldn't work together on their job? You wouldn't have a job, right. so let's bring it into the spiritual sense of working together here at the church. Yes, how can we follow the vision of the one who God has sent here to shepherd us, and we can't work together, Jesus? Because working together produces relationships that produces happiness that produces joy. Because we can work together, we can do things together, and we can see those fruit. Of our labor, yes, yes. We want to see the fruit, and I want to see the fruit. this we have pastors and, and I believe that in 2020 that we will see the fruit of our labor if we can work together. Somebody say, "Work together." I believe that if we can cut out all this fighting and all this saying, and she said, and work together, past our differences, we can see the fruit of our labor if we can work together. But while we are working together we must encourage each other to know that you are loved, you are appreciated, and you are worth something and you are valuable to the kingdom of the living God. Every one of you in here has a different talent, you have a different ability to do different things, and if we can work together and encourage each other, we can grow in our relationship with each other, and we can grow together in this ministry to see what God has in store for us, if we just work together. And if we stop being so depressing and so negative and begin to speak blessings and and begin to speak life over every situation, we can see the fruit of our labor. Apostle has already declared that this is the year of declaration, so whatever you decree out of your mouth is what you shall have. Are you going to choose to speak blessings and life on today? Because I found out that if we begin to speak the things that are not as though they were, things will begin to happen. Yes. Oh, yeah. And uh, when we begin to produce and we begin to expand, and we begin to rule, things begin to happen. Yeah. We don't have to wait on the government system to do anything, but if we know that we got power from on high, we can rule and expand. Yeah. <laughs> oh, glory to God. But I'm reminded over in the New Testament in the book of John chapter 15 that Jesus gives us a parable. He says that I am the true vine and my father is the vine yes. right. and every branch in me that does not bear fruit he takes away. Yes. And I don't know if there anybody saying I'm going to bear fruit this year I'm going to bear some fruit because I don't want the Lord to take me away. Yes. Yes. I'm going be talking about relationships today. Yes. And if every branch that continues to bear fruit he repeatedly prunes it. Yes so they don't bear more fruit. And I come to encourage you that in relationships you're going to go do some tests and some trials okay. that's just God pruning you to bear some more fruit. Glory okay, to God. To bear some more burdens, to bear some more things, to multiply and expand and rule in the earth. Is there anybody that's excited that God prune you? prove some relationships that don't mean you no good? That you'll grow and be a better you. Is there anybody in here that can say, God, prove me? Even when it hurts, even like Paul said, I have this stolen in my flesh and I need to get out, but I know it's going to produce something better for me and I can just hold on to this thing. God, prune me so that I may bear more fruit. And he says, even richer and finer fruit than before. Oh, glory to God. You are already clean because of the word which I have given to you. The teachings which I have discussed with you. This is him talking to the disciples. He says, if you just remain in me and I remain in you, just as no bread can bear fruit by itself without remaining in the vine, neither can you bear fruit producing evidence of faith unless you remain in me. Oh, glory to God. Then we say we gotta work together. We got to work together in this relationship so we may see the good of the land. Yeah. So we may see growth and see what God has for us. We gotta continue to bear in him and he in us and make sure that we're connected to the true vine. Because there are so many vines in the world that are connected to the true and living vine. Everything that looks good is not good for you. I remind that 12 rocks in water look the same, but which one you gonna drink? I, I want to make sure that I'm connected to something that's going to produce life and that's going to take me on and see what the end is going to be like. Well, my friends, my brothers, and my sisters, I have come to the end of this message, see later, a later, after my crocodile. But I hope you learned something today about relationships. I may mean, not have covered everything in this aspect, but I hope you got the meat of the word. And I just want to share with you uh, that if you have a relationship, uh, make sure that you are working together for a common goal. Uh, if I'm fighting against Apostle, uh, there's no reason to grow in this place. Uh, if I'm fighting with leadership, uh, things begin to happen, uh, and the door of the enemy opens, uh, and then he comes in and does what he wants him to do. Uh, but if we work together, uh, if we link up together uh, And we fight together uh, Things begin to happen uh, we begin to produce uh, A greater artist uh, Than the world has not seen yet uh, I'm reminded of the church confessions uh, Jehovah Shalom International Kingdom Ministries uh, As one with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit uh, And therefore we are one with each other uh, So if that's our church confessions uh, Then we gotta work to Together. We gotta build this relationship together. It takes two people to tame your life. It takes two people to stay in. Well, it takes two people to do great works. These said greater works that you give. Great works. This ain't of about me here. They can say, I want to do great works. Work work. I want to produce, baby. I want to multiply. I want to expand. I want to move. I don't want to be cut off. I don't want to be cut off. from. My because I want to be connected to the true yeah. family. And my question to you today is are you connected to the true vine? Because we're connected here and there, but are you truly connected to the true vine? He's going to prune you. Yes, it's going to hurt. Yes, you're going to cry. Yes, you're going to get upset. But the Bible said, you can be angry, but sin not. I'm using to doctor, but you know, Bible, last Sunday, I took the praise to myself. I said, she said these two words she said to us, rebuking her, her staff, and she said, you can be mad for five minutes, but after those five Minutes you in rebellion. And, I, and so you may be mad, but be mad for five minutes and come back. Come on back. Because he did, because he loved you so much that he said, I, I created you in my image. And he don't want nothing to take what he has created you to be. He created you to expand, he created you to rule and to multiply, to subdue the earth. But sometimes we get connected to the wrong people. As we walk the word today. There's some examples of who to connect to. We find that a friendship. We look at David and Jonathan. Even to the end of Jonathan's life, David was still faithful. David still worked together. David still knew his self worth. David knew who he was in God, and he still pressed towards the mark, and he still spoke blessings. Although David, his Jonathan, his friend's father wanted him killed, but he still knew that operating created him was God and I'm going to be a true friend. And young people, I want you to know that you got to be careful. And when I say relationships, it can be friendships. There are relationships. We got to know who's our friend and who's not our friend. Because everything that good us ain't good. Lord have mercy. I'm reminded that pine soul and apple juice will just alive. <laughs> But which one you gonna choose? Listen here. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm telling you, if you can't choose one, I know there's a well that a works <laughs> right. He's a you'll never first again. <laughs> Come unto me, y'all. you all you do And he'll give you rest. I hope you heard something today. I have preached the way I used to preach, but I have to teach it because the Lord placed it on my heart that you hear what is being said to you today. As we go forth into 2020 is that we got to build relationships with each other. Yeah. And I was telling the pastor last Sunday, I said, the Lord has been pricking in my heart with my relationships with those here in this ministry and hopefully the Lord prickens our hearts today for those who are leaders to build and continue or to mend relationships in this ministry with all the leaders in this church. Glory to God. Because if we want to, as we confess every Sunday, the largest ministry and bless them are, then we first gotta begin to build be relationships with each other so we can work together, so we can see that we're gonna be the largest ministry blessing. But we gotta work together. The Lord told me I gotta make relationships with my youth in relationships with my musicians, with his musicians and in relationships with our media department and in relationships with the men in this house because I believe and, and I know that there's a greater work for us to do if we work together because apostle says she can't do it by herself and if she can't do it by herself now I can't do it by myself Yes, I'm some of everywhere, but we can't do it by ourselves. We gotta work together, saints. And we gotta know who we are and who we are in the Lord. Yes, you have a title. Yes, you have a position. But do you know who you are beyond your title and beyond your position? Reminded us having a conversation. With a preacher's friend of Bible, and he says that if I don't have a go through, a license service, or a motivation service for people like him me, does, does that mean that I'm not anointed to do what God has called me to do? I want you to know that God has called. Me. But man, they confirm they call the God God's blessing in their life and no matter what man or people may say about you know who you are know your self worth know that you are loved by God because in the beginning he already said that this is the first relationship I want to have with man. but what happened was men fell down because they went and they cheated on God Because of what they did. And we know that we talk about Eve, the woman, she, she made an egg of the fruit that she knew she wasn't supposed to do. We blame the man, we blame the woman. But everybody got a keen spirit somewhere inside of us. That we have messed up. We have slaved away. Although we knew what was right, we still was like Eve and we did wrong because of what say They don't know what they're talking about Go ahead and eat the fruit Go ahead and, and go to the club Go ahead and go to the party Go ahead and all with that But no No that's right, no They the even cry No Yes No, no, no she declared it, mom. She declared it, no. But even as the baby spoke out, we as adults and those who are older say, no. No longer will I go home Sunday after Sunday with anger in my heart because you have wronged me in a certain way. No. We got to get this thing right. The Bible says, don't let the sun go down if you have a heart with your brother. Go to them. The Bible also says, "Before you do anything like a gift, go to your brother and talk to them, and then pick up your gift." Are we willing to lay down our gifts and talents and positions and titles to do this work of ministry? It's hard, but we can do it if we work together. If we speak blessings in life. Produce expanding room together. Great things that we can do and accomplish. Hallelujah. And we thank God for Jesus. The best relationship you can ever have. That never leads you wrong. is always willing to have a relationship with you.